Welcome to the Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to be praying right away. And I'm going to be reading the prayer points to us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God. Today we're going to be praying for the prosperity of the gospel around the world and the prosperity of kingdom financiers. Hallelujah. We are kingdom financiers. Many more of the children of God are also involved in kingdom financing. Hallelujah. I like to read to us. The Living Bible. Say it again. The Lord Almighty. Say it again. The Lord Almighty declares that the cities of Israel will again overflow with prosperity and the Lord will again comfort Jerusalem and bless her and live in her. Hallelujah. Psalm 67 verse 2, the Living Bible also says, send those around the world with the news of your saving power and your plan for all mankind. Hallelujah. We're going to be praying for the unstoppable spread of the gospel around the world. New openings for the ministry of the word. The children of God enjoy supernatural favors and grace in business. Everything they lay their hands to do prospers. They are always sought after for favors, for contracts. The hidden riches of the nations are delivered to them. The church prospers more than ever before. God's children are well enabled financially to conquer nations and territories, taking the presence and message of God to all the cities towns, villages, nations, all around the world. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let us begin to pray right now. Pray for the prosperity of the gospel around the world and the prosperity of kingdom financiers. Thank <laughs> you. 
Matola, 
Yes, hallelujah. For this gospel shall be preached in every city, in every nation, in every town, in every village. Balaka Satakabaya, Bondo Prakadela Baya, then the end shall come. Maleko Sufrakadea, Leko Bondo Prakadeba Yalabasata, Bando Shevila Brandea. Yes, the gospel prospers continually. The gospel prospers continually. Let of in a brande kizo pranagadele brondo fracadela. Jiko panakatole gizo fracadela. Rekebeli kradagabarabasoti. Varoskeli mondo shakabale brand. Every hear of the gospel. Makayala basete ki yele bonzo prakadele brondo rebele gizo prakadele bradagaba suza kataya bonda shikabayala mande entu plake zaha yekebele gide bride giza manta kabaya bondo shakabaya maliko songra dagabashata beli krosa fela granda kaziza barariga lokrodo shekibaya in the name of the Lord Jesus yes the gospel financiers makate yala mande ya prospering hallelujah in every town every city every territory in everything that they lay their hands to do they are 
prospering, hallelujah. On their jobs, on their businesses. Yes, because these ones have devoted their finances to the spread of the gospel. Oh, we see is a multiplied harvest. Whatever business they are involved in, on their jobs promotions. Yes, and in this season, they begin to engage the spirit money. Because they delivered what is required for the gospel, not what they have. We have moved to the next and higher level. For what is required, we deliver. As kingdom financiers, what is required is what we deliver. Spirit money is unexplainable finances. Innumerable, incalculable. Wealth and riches. All for the propagation of the gospel. Yes, Our finances cannot be explained. The finances of the gospel financiers all around the world cannot be explained. It remains continually a mystery to the world. Financial and material miracles. Contracts, businesses. They are from all over the world. They are the right of the firstborn. Hallelujah. The gospel financiers, we have the right of the firstborn. We have the right of the firstborn. In every sector, in any business endeavor, we have the right of the firstborn. We have the right of the firstborn. Whatever we are involved in, contracts, real estate, the right of the firstborn is at work in them, work for them. Unexplainable financing, unexplainable financing. Spirit money is everywhere. Spirit money is everywhere. Favors, favors, favors. Exponential financing by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the ministry of angels, by the favors of men. That is gospel. They will hear about it all around the world. Even as we buy up the businesses of those who do not want the gospel to prosper, those with antichrist visions and missions, as we dislodge them from the corporate world, from the business world, everywhere. Oh, glory to God, glory to God forevermore. Blessed be your name, O God, forevermore. Glory, 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 hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus, 
Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. You are welcome to be inspired by the word global times of devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Amarak for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in this time of intercessory prayers. I do not take it lightly at all. I am grateful for the opportunity. Praise God. Right now, we are going into the praise and worship segment, after which we're going to the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Over to you, dear Sister Grace. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, your simple to Debbie, for that powerful session of prayer. And thank you so much, Esteem Amarak, for the opportunity to lead God's people daily to worship Him. Thank you so much, Ma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from at this time. And welcome to another time of fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Right where you are, just give Him a wave offering. Lift up your hands to Him and worship Him. Lord, we give you praise, O oh God. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You never change. You're the God who does impossible. At the sound of your voice, he had begun. Oh, Lord, your power is incomparable. With the dust you made the blind see. Oh God, you're the God that does impossible. At the sound of your voice, the earth begun. Oh Jesus, your power is incomparable. With the dust you made the blind see. Yes, you are the same God. You never change. You are the same God. Oh, you are Jesus, Lord, you are the same God, you never change, you are the same God. You're the God who does impossible At the sound of your voice, the earth begun Oh, Jesus, your power is incomparable 
With the dust you made the blind see. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, you're the God who does impossible. At the sound of your voice, he has begun. Oh, Jesus, say, your power is incomparable. With the dust, you made the blind see. You are the same God, Lord, you never change, you are the same God. The God who does the impossible is the same God. He's the same God. Glory to God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. I want to specially welcome you to the Inspired by the World Global Time of Devotion. Today is Thursday, the 27th of January 2021, 2022, I beg your pardon. You know, I saw today's um, (laughs) devotional article earlier in the morning. I was at an all night and then I was screaming. The reason I was screaming is because, you know, for two days, I've been wanting to share my testimony and I haven't been able to share my testimony. And I did say how that, um, the Spirit of God wants me to talk to us about um, heads of bondage, you know, and um, but we are not heads of bondage, we are heads of blessing. And then I opened today's devotional article and it's titled Heads of Blessings and I was just shouting, praise God. So join me as we review the article for today, Heads of Blessing. Um, anyone sharing it on the screen? Sister Tina, please help me share the article on the, the, the Rhapsody on the screen. Praise God. Okay, so um, here's a blessing. The Lord shall open to you his good treasury, the heavens, to give the rain of your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. You know, this opening verse alone says a lot. And if you can take God's word for what it is, you would experience the reality of the word. I see a lot of Christians who are always in debt. You know, you are owing somebody here, you are owing somebody here, you are owing. You are never out of debt. As you're paying one, you are in another one. You are coming out of one, you are entering into another one. This scripture is for you. The Lord shall open to you his good treasury. You better shout amen wherever you are. The heavens to give the rain of your land in its season and to bless all 
with an emphasis on all, all the work of your hands, and you shall learn. He said, you are the one that will lend. You are the one that they should borrow from. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. You find that in Deuteronomy 28 and verse 12, praise God. The contemporary English version renders the theme verse beautifully. It says, he will make you successful in everything you do. You, oh, oh, somebody shouting like me. Wow. He will make you successful in everything you do. You will, you will have plenty of money to lend to other nations, but you won't need to borrow any yourself. You know what it means to lend to a nation? It is a lend to people. The 2022 budget for Nigeria for this year is 160 billion. Imagine that you had to lend Nigeria that money. It, it, depending on your country, you should know what the budget of your country is. If we say that we'll bail out governments out of debt and you don't know the budget of your, of your country, you are not ready for the fulfillment of that scripture. You will have plenty of money to lend to other nations, but you don't need. Yes, please. Trillion. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. So we are lending nations money in the trillions. You would lend to other nations, but you won't need to borrow any yourself. Let this truth dawn on your spirit and your mentality will change. <laughs> hey. Let this truth dawn on your spirit and your mentality will change. You are loaded with blessings for your generation. Let's read this rhapsody together, please. Start from, let this truth dawn on your spirit and your mentality will change. You are loaded with blessings for your generation. You are a custodian of God's manifold blessings. We'll take that again and we'll take it in the first um, person. I am loaded with blessings for my generation. I am a custodian of God's manifold blessings. Therefore, everywhere I am, I dispense blessings. So we'll take it according to how it is written now. So we'll go from the second paragraph. Pastor said for us to read our rhapsody out. So wherever you are with your mics muted, let's read the, the, the devotion together from that second paragraph to the end. Therefore, everywhere you are, dispense blessings. Dispense God's grace, love, and compassion to those you come in contact with. It's your calling. Be a giver because of who you are and where you come from. You are Abraham's seed. The Lord said to Abraham, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou hast obeyed my voice. Genesis 22 and verse 18. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus did all that he did on the cross that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. And it has, you find that in Galatians 3, 14. Glory to God. Now, We've received the promise of the spirit. Galatians 3.29 says, And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. The world belongs to you. Be conscious of this truth. 
The world belongs to you. The world belongs to me. I am loaded with blessings for my generation. I'm a custodian of God's manifold blessings. I lend money, plenty of money to other nations, but I don't need to borrow any myself. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Glory to God. Brothers and sisters, we're heirs of blessings. We're heirs of blessings. If you are a heir of blessing, it matters that you do not, you don't take up um, any um, identity as a hell bondage. When I get to share my testimony at the end of the devotion, I would explain more what it means to be a hell bondage. And then we can connect it to today's devotional article when it says we are heirs of blessings. You know, because the world itself, the world of men that are without Christ, right? They are heirs of bondage. But we that have come to Christ, we are no longer heirs of bondage. We are heirs of blessings. But you see, if, the, if your mind is not renewed, if you don't work on yourself with the word of God, you can still carry on being a heir of bondage instead of a heir of blessings. I would explain more when I get to share my testimony at the end of today's devotional article. But just look at what we have in today's devotion. Wow. It says dispense God's grace, dispense his love, dispense his compassion with everyone that you come in contact with. It says be a giver because of who you are and where you come from. You are Abraham's seed. You are Abraham's seed. Yesterday we read about the blessings of God to Abraham. You are Abraham's seed. The seed of Abraham. You might need to do a, you know, um, when you do masters, you do thesis, right? Where you do like a, a, an in, intense research on a subject matter and you submit, even in the um, um, university, you do what you call your project at the end of um, um, the period, and then you submit your project as your coursework, you know, for your studies in the university. You might want to do an intense coursework on the seed of Abraham. It will amaze you the things that you will find. The blessings for the seed of Abraham. And if that's who you are, it will tell you the things that you should enjoy. I lend to many nations and I do not borrow. I lend to nations and I do not borrow. I affirm that I lend to many nations and I do not borrow. I affirm that I bail out nations from debt and I do not borrow. Glory to God, hallelujah. I'm gonna hand over to Sister Joy online. Is Sister Joy online? No, ma'am. Okay, so I'll take the further study and then we'll take the affirmation. Sister Tina, get ready to take the New Testament Bible reading for today. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for the opportunity. All right, so I'll take us through the further study and then we'll take the affirmation in today's article together. Our further study is taken from, first, we have Galatians 3, 8 to 9. 
And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, Indeed shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. What he's saying is that the one who are of faith, the same thing that God said to Abraham is what God is saying to all of us. In us shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Galatians 4.28 in the Amplified Classic translation. But we, brethren, are children, not by physical descent, as was Ishmael, but like Isaac, born in virtue of promise. 1 Peter 3 and verse 9. But we, brethren, are children. Why is there a repetition here? There's, a, there's an error somewhere. Um, just a second, please. I was reading from a post that someone had sent to me, but apparently there's an error. Okay, so I'm just going to um, take it from my Bible. Just a second, please. First Peter. First Peter 3 and verse 9. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrarywise blessing, knowing that ye are there unto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, with your mics muted, just um, say the prayer with me. Um, dear Heavenly Father, what an honor to be an heir of the Abrahamic blessing, a conveyor of your goodness, and a dispenser of eternal verities. As the seed of Abraham, I walk in righteousness, victory, health, and dominion today, conscious that I'm blessed to be a blessing. I usher in and distribute God's goodness to the advantage of many. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Praise God. All right. So we'll have um, Sister Tina take us through the New Testament Bible reading. Today we're reading Matthew 19 from verse 1 to 15. Matthew 19, 1 to 15. So over to you, Sister Tina. Thank you so much, Esteem Amar, for this opportunity. You might need to share your screen. Uh, please, I'm thinking it will affect my audio. Is what I'm asking is online. Please go ahead, Sister Tina. Okay, thank you once again uh, for this opportunity. So uh, today, our Bible reading starting from Matthew chapter 19, verse 1 to 15. Questions about divorce. After Jesus finished teaching them, he left Galilee and made his way towards the district of Judea, east of the Jordan River. Massive crowds followed him, and he healed all who were sick. 
The Pharisees were intent on putting Jesus to the test with difficult questions. So they approached him and asked, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason? Haven't you read the scriptures about creation? Jesus replied, the creator made us male and female from the beginning. And for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and live with his wife, and the two will become one flesh. From then on, they are no longer two, but united as one. So what's God unite? Let's no one divide. They responded, so then why did Moses command us to give a certificate of divorce and it would be lawful? Jesus said, Moses permitted you to divorce because your hearts are so hard and stubborn. But originally, there was no such thing. But I say to you, whoever leaves his wife for any reason other than immortality, then takes another wife, is living in adultery. And whoever takes a divorced woman in marriage is also living in adultery. His disciples spoke up and said, if this is the standard, then it seems better to never get married. Not everyone is meant to remain single, only those whom God gives grace to be unmarried. For some are born to celibacy, others have been made enoughs by others, and there are some who have chosen to live in celibacy for the sacred purpose of heaven's kingdom realm. Let those who can accept this truth for themselves let those who can accept this truth for themselves. Subtopic, Jesus and little children. Then they brought little children to Jesus so that he would lay his hands on them, bless them and pray for them. But the disciples scolded those who brought the children saying, don't bother him with this now. Jesus overheard them and said, I want little children to come to me, so never interfere with them when they want to come. For heaven's kingdom realm is composed of beloved ones like this. Listen to this truth. No one, no one will enter the kingdom realm of heaven unless he becomes like one of these. Then he laid his hands on each of them and went on his way. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Tina. Just to point where we read immortality is actually immorality. So that's why it's very important that you follow the reading, reading yourself with us so that you can hear exactly what is there. All right. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Tina. We'll hand over to Brother John now for the Old Testament Bible reading. Thank you. So- <clears throat> Thank you so much, uh, Esther Lamar. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. We're reading the book of Exodus, chapter 13 and 14. The Living Bible. The Lord instructed Moses, dedicate to me all of the firstborn sons of Israel and every firstborn male animal. They are mine. Then Moses said to the people, this is a day to remember forever, the day of living Egypt and your slavery, for the Lord has brought you out with mighty miracles. Now remember, during the annual celebration of this event, you are to use no yeast. Don't even have any in your homes. Celebrate this day of your exodus at the end of March each year. Then Jehovah brings you, when Jehovah brings you 
into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, the land he promised your fathers, a land flowing with milk and honey. For seven days you shall eat only bread without yeast, and there must be no yeast in your homes or anywhere within the borders of your land. Then Jehovah. Then on the seventh day, a great feast to the Lord shall be held. Verse 8, during those celebration days, each year you must explain to your children why you are celebrating. It is a celebration of what the Lord did for you when you left Egypt. This annual memorial will brand you as his own unique people, just as though he had branded his mark of ownership upon your hands. Or your forehead to so celebrate the events annually in late March. I remember when the Lord brings you into the land He promised to your ancestors long ago, where the Canaanites are now living. All firstborn sons and firstborn male animals belong to the Lord, and you shall give them to Him. A firstborn donkey may be purchased back from the Lord in exchange for a lamb or baby goats, but if you decide not to trade, the donkey shall be killed. However, you must buy back your firstborn sons. Verse 14, and in the future, when your children ask you, what is this all about? You shall tell them, with mighty miracles, Jehovah brought us out of Egypt from, from our slavery. Pharaoh wouldn't let us go, so Jehovah killed all the firstborn males throughout the land of Egypt, both of men and animals. That is why we now give all the firstborn males to the Lord, except that all the eldest sons are always brought back. Again, I say, this celebration shall identify you as God's people, just as much as if his brand of ownership were placed upon your foreheads. It is a reminder that the Lord brought us out of Egypt with great power. So at last, Pharaoh let the people go. God did not lead them through the land of the Philistines, although that was the most direct route from Egypt to the promised land. The reason was that God felt the people might become discouraged by having to fight their way through. Even though they had left Egypt armed, he thought they might return to Egypt. Instead, God led them along a route through the Red Sea wilderness. Moses took the bones of Joseph with them. For Joseph had made the sons of Israel vow before God and they would take his bones with them when God led them out of Egypt as he was sure God would. Hallelujah. Verse 20, leaving Stukov, they camped in Etham at the edge of the wilderness. The Lord guided them by a pillar of cloud during the daytime and by a pillar of fire at night so they could travel either by day or night. Cloud and fire were never out of sight. Exodus chapter 14. Jehovah now instructed Moses, tell the people to turn toward Pierre-Hiroth or Pierre-Hiroth between Migdal and the sea opposite Baal-Ziphon and to come there along the shore. For Pharaoh, we think, those Israelites are trapped now between the desert and the sea. And once again, I will harden Pharaoh's heart and he will chase after you. I've planned this to gain great honor and glory over Pharaoh and all his enemies or his armies. 
and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. So they camped where they were told. When word reached the king of Egypt that is released, you're not planning to return to Egypt after three days, but to keep on going. Pharaoh and his staff became bold again. What is this we have done? Letting all these slaves get away? They asked. So Pharaoh led the chase in his chariots, followed by the peak of Egypt's chariot corps, 600 chariots in all, and all the chariots driven by Egyptian officers. He pursued the people of Israel, but they had taken much of the wealth of Egypt with them. Pharaoh's entire cavalry, horses, chariots, and chariots was used in the chase, and the Egyptian army overtook the people of Israel as they were camped beside the shore near Pihahiroth, across from Baal As the Egyptian army approached, the people of Israel saw them far in the distance, speeding after them, and they were terribly frightened and cried out to the Lord to help them. And they turned against Moses, whining, Have you brought us out here to die in the desert because there were not enough graves for us in Egypt? Why did you make us leave Egypt? Isn't this what we told you while we were slaves to leave us alone? We said it would be better to be slaves to the Egyptians than dead in the wilderness. And Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand where you are and watch, and you will see the wonderful way the Lord will rescue you today. The Egyptians you are looking at, you will never see them again. The Lord will fight for you, and you wouldn't need to lift a finger. Thank you, Lord. Verse 15, then the Lord said to Moses, quit praying and get the people move, moving. Forward march, use your rod, hold it out over the water and the sea will open up a path before you and all the people of Israel shall walk through on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they will go in after you and you will see the honor of Israel and defeating Pharaoh and all his armies, chariots and horsemen. And all Egypt shall know that I am Jehovah. Then the angel of God, who was leading the people of Israel, moved the cloud around behind them, and it stood between the people of Israel and the Egyptians. And that night, as it has changed to a pillar of fire, it gave darkness to the Egyptians, but light to the people of Israel. So the Egyptians couldn't find the Israelites. Meanwhile, Moses stretched his rod over the sea, and the Lord opened up a path through the sea with walls of water on each side. And a strong east wind blew, that, blew all that night, drying the sea bottom. So the people of Israel walked through the sea on dry ground. Then the Egyptians followed them between the walls of water along the bottom of the sea. All of Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and also but in the early morning, Jehovah looked down from the cloud of fire upon the array of Egyptians and began to harass them. Their chariot wheels began coming off so that their chariots crept along the dry ground. Let's get out of here, the Egyptians yelled. Jehovah is fighting for them and against us. When all the Israelites were on the other side, the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand again over the sea so that the waters will come back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. Moses did, and the sea returned to Noma beneath the morning light. The Egyptians tried to flee, but the Lord ran them in the sea. The water covered the path, and the chariots and horsemen, and of all the army of Pharaoh, they had chased after Israel through the sea.
not one remained alive. The people of Israel had walked through on dry ground, and the waters had been walled up on either side of them. Thus, Jehovah saved Israel that day from the Egyptians, and the people of Israel saw the Egyptians dead, washed up on the seashore. When the people of Israel saw the mighty miracle the Lord had done for them against the Egyptians, they were afraid and revered the Lord and believed in him and in his servant Moses. Praise God forevermore. And I hand over to Esteem Martins. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Esteem John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for this wonderful privilege. Praise God. At this point, we'll be going straight to the affirmation segment of today's meeting, and the affirmation is on the screen. We start the affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I your name, I'm according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I your name, my love abounds. Right now we're going straight to the communion segment. I beseech you, brethren, please kindly don't unmute your mic at this time. Thank you so much. Praise God. Our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. 
with Pharaoh and his chariots. And in front of them was the Red Sea. It was a precarious situation. But they cried unto God. And God said, do not cry to me. Moses, stretch forth your hands and change the situation. Are you in a situation where you need the mighty power of God, urgently, speedily, as we break this bread. Kakabo siki shtala bragadori antiko from the ita kanadida hoko dregadi. As you break this bread, akasejo bragadoria, you stretch forth your hands and you change the situation. All your words, your words, even this morning, your word even this day, is so powerful, so potent, the waters have been stirred by the angels of God. Dive into it. Jump in. Speak those words. Cause that change. Your words are potent enough to cause the change. For receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. Have a day this Oh, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Sakatalavradia, all your people all around the world are gathered even this morning. Katagido, Krozishelamandia. For that favorable changes, for that blessing, that daily load of benefits. Lord, even now, as we break this bread, oh, we stretch for our hands and we cause a change in that situation. We stretch for our hands and we bring peace to that situation. We stretch for our hands and we cause a change in families. Oh, no evil shall be for you, no pain. Shall dwell in your being. No growth can stand the power of the communion. Even now, we dematerialize it in the name of the Thank you, Father, for you be all the glory. Go ahead and break the bread even now and eat it. Praise the Lord. Go ahead and stretch forth your hands and change the situation. Money as dust, billions as tights. Our reality by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
After the same manner also he took the cup when he has stopped, saying, This cup is a new testament in my blood. This he has stopped as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Many miracles that Jesus did. Did Jesus do? And if it had been written in the books, the world wouldn't have contained all the books. And he, and even today, he dwells in us. In him we live, move, and have our being. That same Jesus, in the fullness of the Spirit, dwells in you by the power of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, he said to us, and even greater things shall you do. Oh, as you take this cup, the consciousness of who you are will be rebedded in your spirit, causing you to be conscious that an even greater thing shall you do. And because you shall do greater things. The miraculous is your experience. Everywhere you go, you enact miracles. You wrought miracles because greater things shall you do by the power of the Holy Ghost. Cobra, Kalita, Garadila, Gros, Gijo, Vende, Krebedila, Haya. You blink, it's a miracle. You touch, it's a miracle. You speak, it's a miracle. You sit, it's a miracle. Everything about you. Kato Kisko Bragadia. Bontarabadori Gabondakori Bandoja Lamandia. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we give you praise. You alone are God. From everlasting to everlasting, you are the same God. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Go ahead and take the cup, even now. Oh, Shankro Doria Parik Tequila Krakon de Korkadilak de Gi. Lero do say, Hakadila Kori Bando Zelegi Bakarin de Kay. Katus Kisho Fretman Dictate. He don't grow up on the key die. Oh, Shakatala Rodi. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. To you be all the glory forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. Praise God. I want to say something before handing over to the next person. If you have any member of your family who is um, having problem with his eyesight, go there and lay your hands on the person. There is the miraculous in your hands to cause a healing for that person. Come back with testimonies. Because many of them, no matter what the condition is, even to not even having eyes, um, eyes in their socket, there is nothing God cannot do. And there is nothing you cannot do. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Esteem Stamaka. At this point, I hand over to the next person to take us through the remaining part of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and enjoy your day. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Look, at this point, I'll kindly ask, is there anyone amongst us whose birthday is today? You have your birthday today, or you're joining us for the first time today? Please kindly send a chat and tell us where you're connected from at this time. Your birthday is today. You're joining us for the first time, your wedding anniversary, your work, and whatever thing you're celebrating. Just quickly send us a chat in the chat room, and let's see. 
Oh, bar Dorian Dijalaman Is there anyone? Today is your birthday, the wedding anniversary. You're joining us for the first time today. Praise God. Your name, where you are connected from, and who invited you. Okay, I can see a glory kalu. But we can't, we don't know where you're connected from and who invited you. Yes, Moses Samuel. Okay, Moses Samuel was invited by Omolola Samuel. But we don't know where you're connected from. Okay, from away. Welcome, Brother Moses Samuel. Today is my birthday. I can see today is the birthday of my friend Don Hamilton. Hamilton. Okay, happy birthday to you, Don. I can see Faith joining for the first time, connected from UK, invited by Sister Nadine. You're welcome. Thank you so much for connecting today. My name is Stanley Vincent from Nigeria, invited by Sister Grace Diala. You're welcome. Okay, Ebi Glory Kalu is from Abia States, and she was invited by Mumula Stephanie. You're welcome. Oh, Baragoski, Jufranda Krabadila Kabradi. I am Peculiar, invited by Sister Grace Diala from Abuja. You're welcome, Peculiar. Okay, at this time, I will kindly hand over to the esteemed Amarak to take us through the prayer and the remaining part of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and enjoy your day. Over to you, Esteban Marak. Praise God. For the matins, you can pray for the celebrant and those connecting for the first time, and then I'll take over testimonies. Okay, thank you so much, ma'am, for this opportunity. I can see Olawali Ashiru, connected from VI Lagos, invited by PBP Bola. You're welcome, Brother Olawali Ashiru. Karu Kotisko, Vrabadori, and Tishnida Hakan, the cross gives you for Nectelita. Oh, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for everyone celebrating their birthday today. Declare the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is from glory to glory, strength to strength, victory upon victory, success upon success. Thank you for their lives are hidden in Christ and God, and everything they lay their hands to do prospers in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we also thank you, Paradorian T. Jupranangra Dori Hestkija and the Christis. For everyone connected with us for the first time, Lord, we pray that you answer their questions, meet them at their point of need, declare the name of the Lord Jesus, whatever it is with which they beseech you, with which they have besought you today. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that grace, grace is lavished upon them. And of their increase, of their joy, of their prosperity, there shall be no end. Laughter for them all the days of their lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. We give you praise. I can see I am Sarah, connected from Lagos, invited by Inversion. You're welcome. God bless you. Congratulations, everyone. Thank you for joining us. At this point, I'll hand over to Star Amakas because through the testimony segment of the meeting. Praise God. Thank you so much, Justin Brother Martins. And 
Welcome to all those joining us for the first time and happy birthday to all of our celebrants. Praise God. Okay, so I did say that I wanted to share testimony from 2018. And um, why I wanted to share that testimony, testimony was to inspire someone here, first and foremost, to bring to your awareness that these things happen. Because sometimes they may be happening to you and you feel like God is against you and then you are all in your own space. It's not something that is unique to you alone. It's something that is happening around the world. There's an attack on families. You know, yesterday at the ceiling, we spent time to pray for families. Okay, I wanna apologize to those who were not able to connect after we hit a hundred. We realized that the account we were using was um, could only take a hundred, and it was too intense for us to switch. Sometimes when God is doing something, you cannot afford a break, you know. So um, we couldn't switch to this account in during that um, time. Um, but we'll see um, how we can make that adjustment so that by tonight, for those who still want to join, the sailing can join. Sailing happens. 11 p.m. GMT plus one. Um, so there's, 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 there's so much happening across families. So you find that in families, there's this one person who just seems to go in the wrong direction, just seems not to get it right. And there's also, a, um, I don't wanna go into the details, you know, so we don't spend so much time. Then there's also the one where that has to do with the first bonds. And um, it was yesterday when we were reading about how that Moses brought the children of Israel out of Egypt and how that um, God had to take the firstborn of the Egyptians and save his own firstborn. Um, of all the plagues that could happen, why was that day? And why was it the number 10? It's to show you that these things happen. It's to show you in the physical what actually happens in the spiritual. You know. Um, God was saying that Pharaoh has put his firstborn to slavery. You know, of course, it was all of the Egyptians that were under slavery, but there was something about the firstborns that God probably wanted to do with them that he couldn't do because of the slavery that Pharaoh had put on them. And he took Pharaoh's firstborn and the firstborn of all the Egyptians and delivered his own. And then he brought out his people out of Egypt. And um, the stories that we read in the Old Testament are symbolic to the spirituality of our times. And for you to understand that we're dealing with the same devil, we're dealing with the same demons. And then we are also dealing with the same God that has not changed, who can bring anyone out of bondage. In the light of that, in 2018, I woke up one day and um, I couldn't walk. I had severe pain on my right leg. It was as though something was moving inside my leg. It was, it was a moving, painful sensation that, so I, I, it would not allow me sit. It would not allow me stand. It, could not, it would not allow me lie down. It was, it, it, I just couldn't be, be I, I don't even know how to explain it. You know, there were days when um, I had family members who would surround me. They would speak in tongues and then begin to sing. And then as they go into times of worship, that's when I would actually sleep. 
if you've ever been in pain and you were given tramadol, I was given tramadol, it didn't work. They doubled the dose, it wasn't working. And you know the, the thing about drugs like that, if you increase it, it becomes, it becomes dangerous because um, you need to plan for withdrawal. And the more such drugs, the withdrawal symptoms can be very detrimental. I was going from scan to scan, scan to scan, and then you know nothing was happening until finally I did an MRI and they said there was um, degenerated nerve pads on my spine. So um, because the nerve pads had deteriorated, the there was a collision which was causing that pain on the right leg. Now, um, first and foremost. I, when I got the information and everything, I made up my mind that I was going to fight with the word because the word of God works and whoever works it would get the results of the word. So what I did that period, I would um, play pastor's messages. I, I went to sort out pastor's messages on healing and health. And then the, the, there's a particular message, the authority of a believer, especially part four. And then pastor talked a bit on hairs of bondage in that particular message. If you want to listen to it, you can listen to it. So I will play the messages morning, afternoon, night. I was, I was waking up and sleeping. That is if I could actually sleep, you know, into the message, out of the message like that. You know, when you sleep, it's your body that sleeps. Your spirit doesn't sleep. So I would speak in tongues. I would say my affirmations. I just wanted to fight and I was not going to stop until I won. You know, and that period, I remember that um, healing school was coming up in Nigeria at the time. But, you know, I was, I was, I, and, and I'm sharing this for many reasons. There are many of us who you are not feeling well at a particular time or you have a loved one who is not feeling well and then you are waiting for healing school. That's fantastic. But if there were no healing schools, what would happen to you? If there was no opportunity to be prayed for by someone, what would happen to you? You know, God sent us into um, the world as ministers of blessings and dispensers of healing so that we can minister to the world, not for us ourselves to actually need healing. You need to understand that. In literal sense, the people that should come to the healing school are actually unbelievers because they are plagued by sickness. The child of God ought not to be sick. It's scriptural and you, you, should, I'm, 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 you are not hearing that for the first time. So I made up my mind to fight with the word. So I would listen to the messages. I would, I would pray in tongues. I would do my faith proclamations break bread, you know, I was just going to do it. I was going to fight until I win. And I did it again and again and again. You know, even after the MRI, you know, when we got to the, to the final doctor and then it was not like they had any solution. They said there was no solution, that there was no natural solution for it, that I had to live with it. I had to live with a pain that it takes two doses of tramadol and I'm still, I'm not fine. No, I wasn't going to live that life. Because some of you, you get doctor's reports and then you go back home, you are crying. Crying for what? Where's your faith? 
our man of God, Pastor Chris, defined um, the fight of faith as insisting that the transient temporary circumstances of your life conform to your stubborn faith proclamations. How stubborn are your faith proclamations? How stubborn is the unleashing of your faith? If your faith is stubborn enough, it will crumble any stubborn situation. That's what the fight of faith is. So I was determined to fight. Anyways, se seven weeks down the line, I was back on my feet and I was walking. But this is where I'm coming to. It was in that same period that Pastor released the message, Heads of Bondage. And at the time when I was fighting my fight of faith, one of those days, it just played. I saw my grandma from my mother's side. And I remember seeing a picture of her, you know, I, I met her alive, you know, before she passed on. And I remember back then as kids, when we would go back then for holiday. And I remember that my mom, my grandma used to limp on her right leg because she had pain on her right leg. Suddenly again, I realized that my mom actually limps on her right leg. And then it dawned on me that that was a generational thing and it had come to me. And I said, no, no, I'm a hell blessing. I'm not a hell bondage. Anyways, for those of you who know me and you have seen me physically, I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm walking today. I'm perfect. I'm fine. But I had to insist that I wasn't going to be a hell bondage. And then now, let me explain. When we talk about hairs of bondage, now, um, you know, they say something that, oh, that boy, he talks like his father. That lady looks like her mother. That girl walks like her dad. Why is that so? Every child, the character, the features, the, the things, the makeup of every individual is transmitted from the parents. And that's where DNA comes to play. Your gene comes from your parents. So you find that you have a situation where they say um, the father is short-tempered. So the son is short-tempered like his father. He got anger from gene. It was passed through DNA. And that is why sickness can also be passed through DNA. So many times you find that there's this thing that is repeating in the family. Because of the nature of sin that has passed from Adam. So you were born into that family and something that was affecting the family before your own generation is transmitted to you by virtue of DNA through the gene. Now, when you come to Christ, remember your body doesn't get born again. It is your spirit that gets born again. And that's why in Romans 12, he said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because your mind is the faculty of the seat of your, your, your emotions. It's, it's where everything, you know, um, 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 if you're reading the book with us at the moment, we're reviewing power of the mind. If you're, if, you're, if you're reading with us, you would have learned a lot about the mind and how that everything that happens to a man starts with his mind. So if you don't renew your mind, the thing about renewing your mind is that your mind is the doorway to your spirit. If that door is locked, if, I, if you invite me to come and visit you in your house and I get to your house, as much as you want me to come, if your gate is locked, I can't come in until you open it. 
So as much as God wants to bless us, as much as the word of God wants to work in us, if it gets, it's coming to your spirit because until it enters your spirit, the word cannot come to pass. So it's joining towards your spirit. You want the word of God to work and the word of God is here coming to your spirit. Then it gets to the door of your spirit and your, the door is locked. There's nothing it can do. And that's where your mind comes in. God tells you you are rich. And then you begin to imagine that you don't have a job. That's already your mind locking the door to the word of God. God tells you, you will work again. And you're like, no, I've been sick for 20 something years. This thing, I've come to live with it. That's your mind locking the door so that the word of God that's coming to you cannot get into your spirit. So the renewal of your mind as a Christian is not negotiable. It's not something that you do or don't do. It's something that you must do. Because until that mind is renewed, beyond your spirit getting born again, the effect of your being born again now affects your mind and then affects your body. And it's only then that you can correct such matters of DNA. Because the same blood still runs in your body. So when we say that the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I don't live by blood. I don't live by gene. I don't live by DNA. I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. At what point do you come to that realization? By the renewing of your mind. You sit down on that scripture. You meditate on it again and again and again. So I, I don't even exist. That's what he's saying. It is Christ that exists. And if it is Christ that exists, then Christ cannot be sick. Today's devotional article now tells us how that we are heirs of, heirs of blessings. So you are going to have to deal with certain, yesterday we spent a lot of time praying for families and we, we, we destroyed a lot of, uh, uh, we dealt with a lot of matters. But you need the knowledge so that you are not a victim again. So that at any point in time, it seems like something wants to repeat itself with you. So you find a family, nobody prospers beyond a certain level. And it seems like as though he, uh, there's a struggle with your finances. You start a business, it's not working. You get a job in two months, you are sacked. And yet you are a Christian. You are a giver. You pray in tongues. What's the matter? Renew your mind with the word. Take your meditation seriously. The word of God. You see, we read Rhapsody. We read the Bible. What you are reading is Logos. And Logos, as long as you know it, it cannot help you. It cannot change your life. Only Rema changes your life. And Rema is the spoken word. A quiet Christian cannot go anywhere. Some people say a quiet Christian cannot go far. A quiet Christian cannot go anywhere. Because it is your life that will take you somewhere. It is your mouth that will take you somewhere. So you cannot be quiet. You must give... You must speak Rema continually. You must, you must invest in, your, in the bank of your life. There must be words that can be pulled out that materialize as reality in this world. So refuse to be a hell of bondage, even though you are born again. Today's Rhapsody is something you can sit on. Take out the things that we see, the affirmations in the Rhapsody, and say them to yourself again and again, again and again. He says, I'm loaded with blessings for my generation. So that means you as one man can correct all the ills in your family line. 
I'm a custodian of God's manifold blessings. I cannot be a custodian of generational matters, generational plagues, generational causes, generational sickness. No, I'm a custodian of God's manifold blessings. You have to say these things. You have to fight with words. Remember, stubborn faith proclamations. That is what it is. I won't believe that the things I've shared has given you a bit of light into um, the difference between the hair of the hair of bondage and the hair of blessings, especially when we're dealing with Christians. Praise God. Okay, so we have a few people. Um, we have 11 more minutes. Um, we have a few people who wanted to share their testimonies. Can you please raise your hand? The impact of the daily devotion on your life. Anyone, even if you are new, raise your hand and share your testimony. There's no special list that we are calling. You have a testimony, you want to share your testimony. Can you please raise your hand? Okay, so we have Sister Informa. Anyone else? Sister Ifoma, please go ahead. Good morning, Ma. Thank you so much for the for this opportunity. You know, yesterday uh, when I finished my testimony, I was like, there's some that still remaining because it was uh, still last year. Like Lola says, commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give us an inheritance amongst them which are sanctified. While I was uh, in, in a, you know, with... While I was here, uh, at a time, because I was just having issues with my brother then. So at the time, I was like, God, actually, I wanted to go to U.S. when I was leaving Nigeria because of the health and everything. But when I came, it was as if all the, everything was just against, against, against. I just left it. So one day, I just told my brother, I said, I'm going to apply on my own. If you as a diplomat is not going to. So I just applied and left. When I went there, they said, they just said any time uh, that they're not giving, I left them. So in the course of one day, I think it was that day we prayed or you called me, I was in the hospital. I just heard, I told somebody, I said, can you take my passport and go to a U.S. embassy and see what, you know, and see how far. So the, the, the man, he went to the U.S. embassy here and submitted it. So he told me that they asked him to come uh, in three days time. And he was supposed to visit me in the hospital the next day. So he said he was going to submit other passports. And when he got there, the guy just blinked at him and told him to come. That the other passport that he submitted yesterday was, uh, you know, is ready. That he too was surprised. So he, the man gave him my passport and whom it was, they've already, you know, stamped the visa. So I was in the hospital when he brought it. I was like, this is something I've been like, in, for years, I was just, I was, here I am in the hospital. I just got a visa. So I was so excited. And secondly, I was here. I was, here. I was telling my brother, I said, God, I'm inspired, inspired by the word. Yes, I'm taking the word. Which way, direction am I going back to Nigeria? I know I have so many, you know, uh, you know, memories that I wouldn't really want to. I mean, personally, I had a lot of memories, not so good. So I was like, God, buddy, if I'm going to go back to Nigeria, I will, but if I'm going to stay back here, you just know how to work it out. 
So on my, I was just on my own. My brother came into my room that I said, I, yes, I suppose you have a BSc or you have a one time you did your master's. I said, yes. He said, okay, just prepare, prepare CV, prepare. Because at the time I was like, even if it's a cleaning job in your office in Nigerian embassy here, just get me now so that I can, you know, I'll be going out, I'll, you know. But there and there, he came to my room that morning. He said, the former prepare, get just your CV. I said, I said, even now, self, I don't even know, I don't even know how to prepare the CV because they would everything, you know. He said, okay, just do it anyhow. I just stood up, you know, look at the Google, and then I was able to get CV and submitted to him. The next day he said, come for the interview, the ambassador don't want to see you. I went there, I saw the man. He said, Is this your sister? I said, Yes. I was just standing there. He said, okay, organize interview for them and with the other kids. The next, the next, about two or three days, they said, come to the embassy, come and pick up your, your appointment letter. That's how, lo and behold, they gave me, you know, they gave me a job with Nigerian embassy here in Austria. I have the visa, which is, I wanted to go to US. I was like, God, which one, what am I going to? I said, okay, for now, let me even do something here. Let me even stay here for, for a while and see before. And you know, when I was talking to Sister Amaka one, of the, one day, I was like, this is how much they're paying me. And I don't even know how to do the, if you, uh, this side of the world, you pay rent monthly with all the bills. I was like, I know, I know actually that I'm not, it's not negotiable, but with the, I was just like, how do I even do this now? Will my brother be able to pay this as in for, because you have to pay caution, pay provision, and then everything. I was like, well, my brother, I will not use the money that they're going to pay me, which is my first food to, you know, to pay for rent. But that day, I needed somebody to talk to me. I know it, I know I've been doing, I've been paying my first rent, never, but that day, you know, Sister Maka said to me, I said, Sister Maka, please, when she called me and prayed to, with me in the hospital, I said, Ma, this is what is happening. By the time she finished talking, she said, For my, it's not negotiable. Except you want to be paying, you, be, you, want, you want to be struggling to be paying for your rent while you're here. I said, Okay, Ma, thank you. I'm going to do it. And immediately I resolved the matter. I said, No, whether the money I'm going to use it for medication or whatever, no, I'm not going to. It is my first fruit and I'm going to give it. Lo and behold, my brother walked up to me, the, the caution and everything and the rent for the first one month, everything is costing 3,000 euros. That day my brother came to me, he said, okay, I am going to pay for the caution, I'm going to pay for the provision, I'm going to pay for the rent for your first month, then subsequently you'll be paying it. And that's how my brother gave me 3,000 euros and I was able to pay. And as, as a last week, my brother left Austria back to Nigeria. And here I am in my own apartment. So I want to thank God, not only my health that is flourishing, God, you know, also came true because of the word. So glue, glue, don't get anywhere. If you have not received your own, it's working. You know, when, when, somebody, when God, you know, bless somebody in your neighborhood, they said it means that God is, God, you know, God is in your neighborhood. So just take glue, your miracle, or your testimony or whatever you, you're trusting God for, it will come true if you stay with the word. I am still at the word like this. Amaka was saying the authority of the believer. I am, you know, every day by day, I listen to that word. Every day, that's authority of the, of the believer because I'm working on something. And soon enough, I don't know if it's in Nigeria that I'm going to come for the Ashebi of the Thanksgiving or in Austria, but whichever way, 
I'm still, you know, piling up my mind towards that. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for being a blessing. Thank you. Thank you, co-host. You are so wonderful. Amazing. I love you all, as in with all my heart. I love you. And you can see the excitement in my voice. Because years back, you know, no, I lost my mom. I lost my two sisters, my two siblings. I lost my dad. I lost marriage, everything. You know, as if the world was crumbling. You understand? But here am I. I'm happy. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I don't owe any grudges. I'm, I'm loving everyone and living my life. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank Glory you so to much. God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Congratulations, esteemed sister Informa. Is <laughs> every man knows what God has done for them, you know. So you you may not understand fully, but she understands. Praise God. Sister Grace, can you do it in two minutes? Please go ahead, Sister Grace, and share your testimony. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for this opportunity. I'm always grateful to God for, for your presence in my life. Thank you so much. You know, I was sharing with a friend yesterday on how a lot of times people get to hear, you no, know, they get to hear the word daily, and putting it to work is another thing. Thank you so much for teaching me how to put the word of God to work and insist on results. You know, um, I used to, I am somebody who used to worry a lot. Like I, I put everything together that I have to do and I have to achieve. And instead of speaking the word, I start thinking on how, you know, that worrying, but it's not been so lately. Like I, 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 I lack words to express what it is, but, I see something and there's nothing too big right now for me to deal with. There's no situation. No matter how it comes, I face it with the word and I always win. Um, I was supposed to, I'm supposed to hold some outreaches this weekend. You know, throughout the week, I've been walking around, going into the places where those outreaches are supposed to hold. This is also before I'm thinking, oh, how can I, how can I do this? How can I... I just found out that I gained entrance, acceptance, like anywhere I go into. I went into the police station, they, oh, you're free to come. I went to different places and the answer is you're free to come. And it couldn't have been if I didn't hear the word like I have been hearing since I joined Inspired by the Word. Thank you so much, Ma, for blessing us every day with the investment of your personality. Thank you so much, Ma. Thank you. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Grace. Glory to God. We thank God for your life. So, Sister Chidima, in two minutes, so we can round up. Please go ahead and share your testimony. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, esteemed Amara. Um, I'm so grateful for this platform, and I'm grateful for the day you joined. God has a different, you know, dimension to me. Like I understand it deeper. But I have a better relationship with the Word of God. A challenge or an issue, you know. And then when they when they connected to the devotional, they, they received the word either from Amarak or from the prophecy that's from Brother Matthew. It's happened to me so many times. And I'm so grateful for this platform. My testimony is last year, 
my husband was laid off from his job. I think, I, but in that same last year, we were able to pay bills. There were some bills like children's school fees. We're always paying them instrumentally. But last year, that same last year, in the midst of the no job, we were able to pay in full. You know, we 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 didn't. There was no day that we said, ah, there's no money for food. There's no, you know, we we're able to pay bills. Money came supernatural. I'm so grateful to God. My second testimony is about my delivery. I was pregnant last year. I gave birth on the second. I had been making confessions about my delivery, the staff who are going to be there, everything. I wanted a supernatural delivery, painless. So, but things didn't go. <laughs> I was invited to be induced. You know, and then I, like 30 minutes after, I started having excruciating pains, like serious pains that were not giving me, you know, time to, to recover. After one contraction, I'm trying to recover, another one is coming. And I was like, that was for like three hours. But in the midst of that, I kept saying, I have a supernatural delivery. I have a supernatural delivery, you know. And when it was time, I had barely been to the um, delivery table. I had, you know, I was, the midwife was like trying to prepare. She was still trying to wear her gloves, you know, to take my own delivery. And the next thing, I hadn't even positioned myself well, you know, to push my baby out. The next thing, a strong contraction came and my baby jumped out, head, body, everything. And when I was reflecting, I, I I realized I actually had my supernatural delivery. I didn't push for once. My baby was delivered, you know, supernaturally for the first time. Because this is my my third, you know, pregnancy. And looking back, I saw that on duty they were, they were just so nice to me, extraordinary, uh, extra, uh, extraordinarily nice. And I, I I I was like, yes, I all my confessions. You know, they came to pass, faith confessions, they came to pass, and I'm so grateful to God. I was even trying to connect on that day, but the network was very bad. I wanted to give this testimony on that very day that I gave it. Strong, this is three weeks after, I'm strong, no complications, no, no anomaly. Everything I can, you know, came to pass, and I'm so grateful to God. I'm thankful for this platform, I'm thankful for I love you so much. Thankful for the impact that you've had on my life. Thank you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you so, so much, esteemed sister Chidema, for sharing your testimony and congratulations on your supernatural delivery. Say us, greet the baby for all of us. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, everyone, for staying with us this long thank you for your patience we can now unmute and share the benediction 
Thank you, esteemed co-host. Thank you. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, Thank you so much.